With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We roll on on this Friday edition of the Beat of Sports here on FM 96.9 The Game. Austin Lyons sitting in for Mark Daniels on this Friday. Orlando City set to begin its MLS campaign tomorrow with the Lions hosting Montreal. Orlando City had the second-best record in the regular season last year, lost in the conference semifinals to Columbus, the eventual MLS Cup champ. Understandably, a lot of excitement about the start of the season. Evan Weston, the outstanding radio play-by-play voice of Orlando City, joins us on this Friday. Evan, good morning. How are you? Uh, a little better now that I've been called outstanding. Jeez, thank you, Austin. Well, I mean, we have to make our guests feel welcome here, <laughs> and it is very true, having listened to some of your calls. Um, so, excited for the start of the season Let's talk kind of big picture with Orlando City off the top here. I mentioned the success they had last year. They've added a couple of key pieces in Nico Ladero and Luis Muriel. They obviously didn't re- return everybody. Mauricio Pereira and Antonio Carlos are gone. But is this the most talented team that Orlando City has ever put on the field to begin a season? Yes, I think so. Uh, it's not just the talent that's going to be in the starting eleven, but their depth. Uh, is incredibly impressive. Uh, you, you mentioned Luis Muriel. From a pure peak talent perspective, he is probably the third best player Orlando City's ever had uh, behind Kaká and Nani. If you take the guy at their very best, and he's really not all that far removed. I mean, a year and a half ago, uh, he was a, a double-digit goal and uh, assist scorer uh, in one of the best leagues in the world uh, for Atalanta. So th- this is a guy that is still... Uh, you know, roughly on the tail end of his prime. Uh, you saw him training this morning. The dude is an absolute unit, and he is he's so fast. Uh, and then you still have Duncan McGuire in town, who can't stop scoring. He scored the other night uh, in in the Concacaf Champions Cup uh, against Cavalry FC. So uh, you you go a little further down. You've added Nico Ladero to a, a creative unit that includes you know Facundo Torres, who's been one of the best players in the league the last two seasons. Martino Heda, uh, who looked incredible the other night. Ivan Angulo, uh, what a soldier he's been. And then defensively, they, they're loaded as well. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the league year in and year out under Oscar Pereja. That, that's just the standard at this point. So, uh, yes, I, I think it is. I think this is a bona fide uh, trophy contender in multiple competitions. And uh, I think people should be really, really excited uh, about the level that you're going to see week in and week out at Enrico Stadium this year. The, the process of acquiring Luis Muriel was taking place as the expectation was Duncan McGuire wasn't going to be back. Now Orlando City benefits from the issues that took place with McGuire's transfer. How do those guys fit together, and how does Oscar Pereja best utilize the group of forwards he has to ensure success in the long term? Yeah, it's actually a, a, a fairly tough question, right? Because the system Orlando City plays... Uh, really only has one center forward in it. Uh, the good news is everyone's going to have to play because Orlando City is currently involved 
in multiple competitions. So if you just look at the next few weeks, uh, Orlando City is up 3-0 after their first leg against Cavalry FC. You play a home game and an away game uh, in the CONCACAF Champions Cup, which is essentially our version of the Champions League over here, the, the biggest competition that you can win uh, in North America. And Orlando City has the home game on Tuesday against Cavalry. I certainly welcome everybody to enter in Co Stadium for that one. There's still plenty of, uh, of tickets available for that game. Uh, but then after that, assuming they advance, and they almost certainly will, they're going to play Tigres, one of the biggest clubs in Mexico, and, and maybe the biggest club in North America, the next week and the week after at home and in Monterey. And in the meantime, they've got league road games against Miami and Atlanta scheduled for the next few weeks. So you need everybody. Uh, you know, he and, and, and you know, Muriel and McGuire are both going to play. Ojeda and Lodero and Torres and Angulo and Ramiro and Enrique, they're all going to play. You might see rookie Giorgio Koshevsky come in for Wilder Cartagena or Cesar Araujo at some point. Uh, you're going to need Rodrigo Schlegel and David Brecolo with Robin Janssen. You're going to need Mikey Halliday at right back with Dogger Don Torhausen. So it's, it's going to be by committee as long as Orlando City's in the Champions Cup. And then after that, I, I think this is, is going to be formed, dictates who plays. And, uh, you know, Duncan McGuire certainly would be open to a move in the summer as well. Uh, Orlando City is proud of the way that they can facilitate moves for their young players to expand their careers. They have a track record of doing exactly that, especially under this front office. So I would expect that, you know, these things will sort of sort themselves out. And Oscar Pereja is, of course, is as good a man-manager as it gets in the league. Uh, that This team, even as it's gone through fallow patches over, you know, the past few seasons, uh, rare as those have been, they've kept that chemistry together. They've never really wavered from that, and I think that's credit to Oscar. We're talking to Evan West in the radio play-by-play voice of Orlando City Soccer. You can hear Orlando City's MLS season opener Saturday against Montreal on Real Radio 104.1. You've mentioned Nico Lodero a couple of times. For people who aren't intimately familiar with that name, it feels like, to make a comparison, you've got a contending team that adds one of the best veteran free agents that was available. Lodero is a guy who played in Seattle for eight seasons, won a couple of MLS Cups there. What does his presence and his experience mean to this team? Yeah, not only did he win two MLS Cups, uh, he also is the only player to have captained a Champions Cup winning team from MLS. Uh, Seattle won it two years ago. Every other year that it's been contested in its current format, a Mexican team has won it. Seattle, under Lodero, was the only team that did it. Uh, he was dominant in the final. Uh, he, there was a case to be made uh, a few seasons ago uh, that he was the best player in Major League Soccer. Uh, you know, that is uh, not necessarily the case anymore. Certainly one of the premier free agents, as you mentioned, you know, maybe the premier free agent on the market, um, and, and it's like a win-now move, right? You know, you've got a team that's a contender. What's going to put us over the top? I put Luis Muriel in that same category. A win-now move, adding a veteran player who you know what you're getting, a known quantity to put you over the top, and the hope is that Nico Lodero is going to do that. And the other thing is Mauricio Pereira, from a culture perspective, is a big loss, right? You know, He's a, a veteran player, Uruguayan player, helped really bring along Facundo Torres and Cesar Araujo, and Lodero is essentially a like-for-like replacement. Uh, you know, also Uruguayan, played a long time in the national team, has gotten along extremely well with Torres and Araujo and some of the other young South American players, helped them adjust. 
So it, it's it's just a very good cultural fit. And he, he actively wanted to come here. I think he's got a bad taste in his mouth on how it ended in Seattle. He was kind of pushed out of the lineup a little prematurely last year. And I think he's got a point to prove. I was a little bit surprised in, in researching some of the guys for this year's team and, and reading that Robin Janssen is the all-time appearance leader for Orlando City. He is a guy who has just been so consistent and means so much to what Orlando City does on the back end. Yeah, he's a rock. Uh, he's the appearance leader by far. Um, he's played at least 30 games each of the last five years. Uh, with the exception of the 2020 COVID season. Um, and even then he got pretty close. Uh, he is a guy that is just essential to this team. He was named the captain. He is now the fifth uh, official MLS captain for Orlando City, uh, deservedly so. Uh, and frankly, I, I thought should have been defender of the year in the league last year. I voted for him. Uh, he, he came close, uh, but ultimately did not win the award. But uh, a guy who not only is just a, a pure defender with, with terrific instincts, great tackler but his distribution his his passing ability with his left foot out of the back is such a weapon for Orlando both in the short game and the long game uh he's a guy that that impacts chance creation from a defensive position which is so rare uh and I I excited to see his partnership with David Brecolo you know Janssen's nickname is the Viking Brecolo was signed from a club literally named Viking in Norway and uh he plays like it uh you're gonna get to see him pretty soon and he's a guy that uh, is is not afraid of contact, uh, just like Janssen. So I, I do not envy opposing strikers against Orlando City this year. As you think back on the, the history of Orlando City, there has always been, understandably, a lot of attention on the guys that are putting the ball in the back of the net, whether it's Kyle Lahren, Nani, Facundo Torres, Kaká, Dom Dwyer, Chris Mueller, Daryl DK, Tesho Akindeli, all, all guys that have been prolific scorers at times for Orlando City. And in some ways, it feels like that overshadows the significant accomplishments that we've seen from Pedro Galese with 32 clean sheets in the last four years. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Pedro is, if you ask fans, I would actually hazard a guess that he'd be in the top three or four most beloved players in, in the history of the organization. You, you look at Kaká for, for what he meant to the team. Uh, Nani is probably the best on-field player we have had in terms of what he brought when he was here. Uh, and then Galese is right there. I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, he has been absolutely sensational. Fun stat for you. Uh, he has never allowed a goal on opening day. He is uh, four for four in pitching shutouts in the first game of the season. He's going to try and do that again tomorrow night against Montreal. And I wouldn't bet against the guy. He's got over 100 appearances for his national team. He's been the unquestioned number one there for a decade. Uh, just a, a total rock. And today is his birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Pedro. Great to talk him up uh, on his uh, his big day. Uh, got a lot of uh, uh, hugs and slaps from his teammates this morning uh, in training. Uh, just a, a central guy to what Orlando City's doing, absolutely. Well, hopefully he can maintain that success of not allowing a goal on opening night on Saturday. We'll let you go with, with this, Evan. We were talking earlier about uh, scenarios for Orlando City that would help engage the fan base in Orlando that is a, a sports fan, but not necessarily a diehard soccer fan or a diehard Orlando City fan. And I speculated that given the preseason projections for Orlando City and Inter-Miami, if those two teams got off to good starts and they were battling for the top spot in the Eastern Conference throughout the regular season, 
that would go a long way in creating interest among the common sports fan in Orlando. Do you agree with that assessment? And what else might happen for Orlando City to engage and inspire kind of the sports community at large that doesn't follow the team passionately? Yeah, I, I think you're you're spot on about Messi. I think that's down to yeah, every team in MLS that the league has to take advantage of having the best player of all time around. You know, imagine if LeBron James went to the Australian League for two years. You know, and, and what would Australia do to capture basketball fans while they had LeBron James in their country for two years? That, that's essentially what we have right now. Uh, is that sort of an opportunity? And Orlando is the team that is his arch rival. I mean, you'd have most people are rooting for Messi, and people in Orlando are very much not. And I think there is absolutely an opportunity there. And you're right. They they have a chance, I think, going into the year. They look like two of the three best teams in the Eastern Conference, along with the, uh, the defending champions in Columbus. So uh, it's a very plausible scenario. And, in fact, I'm a little frustrated. They they play each other so early in the season. Their first game against each other is actually next weekend uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and then they play in Orlando in the spring uh, on a Wednesday night. So it's uh, it, it they may not face each other uh, late in the year, but I do think there is going to be a lot of, of butting heads between the two. It's probably going to happen that they end up playing in some sort of tournament this year, whether it's the League's Cup again or could be the Champions Cup, could be the playoffs. Uh, it, it, you know, there's there's definitely a something to be milked from that. And then uh, generally, I, I I just encourage people to come out to the stadium. Uh, the, the stadium has tons of upgrades this year. There's TVs all over the concourse. Got tons of great local food options. Go to the club website. Uh, there's all sorts of new local Orlando inspired uh, food destinations. I, I've got to try the chorizo burger tomorrow night. That thing looks incredible. Um, and and just you know, when, once you see a game, that's how you get hooked. Uh, so I, I really encourage everybody to come out, and they've got a special group this year. I think they've got a chance to do something uh, that that is uh, pretty historic for Orlando sports. Well, the weather looks great for tomorrow's opener. That's not always the case. I'm excited. I'm going to take my nine-year-old son to the game tomorrow, first Orlando City game for him, and excited to watch it uh, from from the stands. So, Evan, very appreciative of your time. Great insight on the club this morning, and have a great call tomorrow. Great to chat with you all. So hopefully see you tomorrow night. All right. Evan Weston, the radio play-by-play voice of Orlando City. Again, Lions start their MLS season tomorrow night at home against Montreal. Coverage of that match on Real Radio 104.1. We're going to talk some college football, plus get a preview of the weekend from Kurt at Maxine's on Shine. That and more as the Beat of Sports rolls on on this Friday. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.